mai, haere mai. Welcome to the Maxim Institute podcast. My name is Jason Heal. I'm the communications manager at Maxim Institute, and this is our weekly short-form podcast. These podcasts are released in tandem with our weekly column and are a chance for you to hear in-depth from the column's author about some of the thinking that went into producing their final piece. Today we talk to Maxim researcher Alapasita Thil about her recent column. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Great to have you. Thanks, Jason. First one for the year. Always yes. a pleasure. Yes, and we're talking about your recent column mm. called The Crisis Crisis. <laughs> um, you start by saying that reflecting on the year 2022, the mm. word crisis comes to mind. Why, why is that top of mind for you? Yeah, um, I think I'm sure you're familiar with this. Last year, there were lots of things going on that were labelled as a crisis. Um, for instance, we had issues around uh, inflation and the cost of living earlier on in 2022, where our, pri- our dear Prime Minister um, initially refused to label it as a crisis. Yeah, I remember that. She's like, it's it's not a crisis. Correct. And everyone else was going, this is serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Petrol prices going up, yeah. cost of living going up, except wages aren't going up. Yeah. And so um, she refused to call it anything but that. Yeah. And funnily enough, the next week, decided to call it um, a crisis, an emergency. She said, whatever the term is, we are definitely in a situation that we need to uh, respond and put things into actions. Okay. So yeah, that was pretty comical. Yes, but there was also other situations that were labelled crises yeah. as well, right? Correct. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we everyone saw this. Housing in particular mm. was constant headlines or popular phrasing of of our housing issues or housing crisis then we saw an increase in crime such as ram raids even that's been labeled a crisis Mm. and then we've got issues around education like with truancy Mm. and it being at its worst rate ever for a couple of since 2013 Mm. possibly and that being labeled a crisis so essentially everywhere you're looking yeah and i remember the health system and the the state of the hospitals and the emergency department wait times and all this and that's all in the background too and then we probably can also think of our court system yeah. backlog wow. um, of cases being on um, the back pedal because of obviously um, pandemic disruptions and so 2022 was almost a year of wherever you turned and whichever headline you read or saw crisis was in front of you so yeah so it was the year of crisis but we kind of have to be you make the point there that we have to be careful of labeling everything a crisis because um, when something is labeled a crisis it um, threatens our liberty and democracy yeah correct how how does it how does it do that yeah absolutely certain situations warrant being called a crisis yeah the crisis meaning something that it's at its worst point but yeah we've seen so kind of it's hit its it's as bad as it's going to get and right. we need to do it, something about you've this. only got two options when it hit its, when it's hit its worst point it's either life or death yeah and you've got limited choices right yeah. but we saw um perhaps last year and even prior to last year, over the past three years, um, when a country declared itself being in a state of emergency, mm. labelling that a crisis, it meant that they could exercise, well, they had the licence um, to govern however they could, to take power into their hands, to pass bills uh, with limited or minimal safeguards, with the public not being not knowing about it. So obviously, you know, liberties and democracy itself is... Um, 
is in a worrying state because no one's keeping things in check because it's a crisis and so the the, the assumption is that we trust the powers that be to yep. govern well under these conditions when actually uh, once you give them the license or power um, it's hard to peel those powers back yeah i think it's always interesting um, when you give someone emergency powers how reluctant they are to correct to give them back that's right yeah. and we we saw that all throughout the west in, yeah. in the sense of governments not running wanting to or extending emergency bills or yeah. emergency yeah covid emergency acts and yeah. extending the time frame when initially they had said it was only for this period and so there's no um there's no way to sort of like not stop it but yeah, once, once you've given back. them an inch, right, they're going to yeah. take a mile. Yeah. And so you're not, there's no take-backsies as such yeah, no in, in layman's yeah. terms. So yeah. Um, yeah. once you open the floodgates for that sort of um, power grab, yeah. it's really hard to peel it back. Yeah, and I think the phrase the new normal is always used to justify that. Oh, this is just the new normal once Correct. we've got these. Yeah, fascinating. The other point that you make is that uh, when everything is labelled a crisis, then nothing is, and it kind of leads to apathy. Can mm. you draw? You just expand on that for us. Yeah, I think I was trying to highlight that um, there's a numbness that we start to create, or a desensitising that happens when everything is a crisis, because you know, in our human nature, everything gets overwhelming when it's just seen as bad things, mm. right? And so, a crisis um, denotes something that's really bad and so everything if everything is bad no one's going to want to react yeah. or want to be empathetic towards it right and so um because then you've got like a thousand different things that correct. are kind of trying to vie for your attention and your empathy and, and it's like, overwhelming yeah. right and yeah. so if if when you're in a state of being overwhelmed it's hard to respond or react or move yeah perhaps and so when we begin to sort of carelessly use the term crisis to you know, get votes or politicise it or polarise things. Like the public no longer will want to care because yeah. it's just another bad day, yeah. right? And so, and then I guess in some ways, then it becomes, uh, the public becomes cynical because then it becomes a political tool. Correct. Like, oh, they're just politicising this yep. thing again. Yeah. So it's sort of hard to really see things for as they are if yeah. they're being polarised and crisis is being labelled, slapped onto everything that um, really when you sort of like fine tooth comb through things and the facts in reality it isn't a crisis yeah. and it's and it's sort of um how it should be used so i think when we people just they tune out they check out they don't want to if it's going to be bad news why tune in when actually um yeah some of our social and public issues affect all of us but because the public's probably just sick of hearing bad news all the time they won't pay attention to yeah. the things that affect them yeah um, so yeah so in an election year how can we avoid this sort of crisis sizeization i guess of <laughs> of all these issues <laughs> i like that and um, i think we need to pump the brakes on labeling every problem or type of hardship um as a crisis right um, we need to do better, I think, in terms of being precise with our language and clear with our language and yeah. remaining true to facts and reality. Yeah. Um, and, you know, meaning what you write, write what you mean sort of essence. And None of this PR, commsing, no, spin, marketing no. stuff. Yeah. Not, you, we don't need to... A crisis is meant to put the brakes on things, yeah. not fuel things and make them worse. And the way we've used crisis in the past year... and prior to that, even mm. probably pre-COVID, uh, post-COVID, mm. it hasn't necessarily been a catalyst for action. It's been a catalyst for devising um, 
or dividing people yeah. and countries and population groups rather than um, creating things like a middle ground for solutions, right? When we're careful with our words, it's easier to listen and do better and be able to work together. Yeah. So labelling everything as a crisis doesn't exactly foster community yeah. or um, as an, a productive way of using our time. So yeah. I think we need to do better to um, describe things as they are, but also pump the brakes on, on mishandling the use of crisis. Awesome. Great. Ella, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Jason. <laughs>ram raids crisis and even ideological crisis. A crisis is where a situation, problem or disease has reached its worst point. For example, in term two of 2022, 39.9% of students attended schools and could irregularly. Our attendance rates are worse than other comparable countries, including Australia, even when we factor in COVID-19 disruptions. Since the Great Depression and World Wars, cultural critiques and interpretations of global events with crisis and their titles have increased. The epidemic use of the term crisis at a local, national and international level has hit crisis proportions. It has become a communication catchword. The word's metaphorical flexibility, coupled with its ability to demand action, makes it appealing. However, the danger of the word's frequent use in the public square is damaging. When a state of emergency is labelled a crisis, it threatens liberties and democracy. Actions like restricting freedoms, seizing and centralising power and silencing critics are justified and undertaken. When we default to using the word crisis for everyday issues, it incites a tendency towards imprecision and vagueness. The word crisis finds its roots in the ancient Greek words crisis and krino, meaning judgement and a decision, and to separate, distinguish, discriminate, to judge. German historian Reinhard Koselleck describes the Greeks' use of crisis as imposing choices between binary alternatives, right or wrong, life or death, salvation or damnation. Its original use denotes a turning point, indicating the severity and urgency of a situation, a stark contrast to the term's contemporary use. Throughout 2022, the government used the term crisis as a catalyst for action, often minus action. In the media, it is a catchphrase for raising the temperature on issues. When almost every public difficulty is termed a crisis, crisis talk becomes a gas pedal rather than a turning point. We must be careful how we use the term to preserve the word's potency for watershed events. Avoiding the tendency to label every hardship as a crisis extends the middle ground for creating solutions. When everything is a crisis, nothing can be. The public becomes apathetic to social issues and the problems rife in our society and we become desensitised or numb to the seriousness of the term. As we head into an election year, it's time to keep crisis talk in check, stick to the facts and be true to reality. Precise language and clarity are more necessary than ever as PR and communications gurus increasingly shape our political landscape. Let's learn from the past year's troubles and avoid careless crisis talk. 
May 2023 be an election year where we pump the brakes on mishandling crisis. Thanks for listening to the Maxim Institute podcast. If you'd like to hear more from us and keep up with the rest of our research and analysis of politics and policy in New Zealand, you can sign up on the homepage of our website to get our monthly forum email and invitations to future Maxim Institute events. You can search and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the team at Maxim, Mate Wa, goodbye for now. <laughs>